Chapter Seven of the Bobbsey Twins on the Deep Blue Sea by Laura Lee Hope. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Shark. Mrs. Bobbsey hardly knew what to do for a moment. She just stood and looked at Flossie as if she had not understood what the little girl had said. Then Freddie's mother spoke. You say he went down a big pipe? she asked. Yes, mother, answered Flossie. We were playing hide-and-go-seek, and it was my turn to blind. I hollered, ready or not, I'm coming, and when I opened my eyes to go find Freddie, I saw him going down a big round pipe. What sort of pipe? asked Mrs. Bobbsey, thinking her little boy might have crawled in some place on deck to hide, and that to Flossie it looked like a pipe. It was a pipe sticking up like a smokestack, Flossie went on, and it was painted red inside. "'Oh, you mean a ventilator pipe,' cried Mrs. Bobbsey. "'If Freddy crawled down in one of those, he'll have a dreadful fall. "'Flossie, call your father.' Flossie did not exactly know what a ventilator pipe was, but I'll tell you that it is a big iron thing like a funnel that lets fresh air from above down into the boiler room, where the firemen have to stay to make steam to push the ship along.' But, though Flossie did not quite know what a ventilator pipe was, she knew her mother was much frightened, or she would not have wanted Mr. Bobbsey to come. Flossie saw her father about halfway down the deck, talking to some other men, and running up to him, she cried, "'Freddy's down in a want-you-later pipe.' "'A want-you-later pipe,' repeated Mr. Bobbsey. "'What in the world do you mean, Flossie?' "'Well, that's what Mother said,' went on the little girl. "'Me and Freddie were playing hide-and-go-seek, "'and he hid down in a pipe painted red, "'and Mother said it was a want-you-later, "'and she wants you now.' "'A want-you-later pipe!' exclaimed one of the men. "'Oh, she must mean a ventilator. "'It does sound like that to a little girl.' "'Yes, that's it,' said Flossie. "'And please come quick to Mother, will you, Daddy?' Mr. Bobbsey set off on a run toward his wife, and some of the other men followed, one of them taking hold of Flossie's hand. "'Oh, Dick!' cried Mrs. Bobbsey as her husband reached her. "'Something dreadful has happened. Freddy is down a ventilator pipe, and I don't know what to do.' Neither did Mr. Bobbsey for a moment or two, and as the men came crowding around him, one of them bringing up Flossie, a cry was heard coming from one of the red-painted pipes, not far away. It was not a loud cry, sounding, in fact, as if the person calling were down in a cellar. "'Come and get me out! Come and get me out!' the voice begged, and when Flossie heard it, she said, "'That's him! That's Freddy now! Oh, he's down in the pipe yet!' "'Which pipe?' answered Mr. Bobbsey. Flossie pointed to a ventilator not far away. Mr. Bobbsey and the men ran toward it, and, as they reached it, they could hear, coming out of the big opening that was shaped somewhat like a funnel, a voice of a little boy saying, "'Come and get me out! I'm stuck!' Mr. Bobbsey put his head down inside the pipe and looked around. There he saw Freddy doubled up into a little ball, trying to get himself loose. Flossie's brother was, indeed, stuck in the pipe, which was smaller below than it was at the opening, too small, in fact, to let the little boy slip through, so he was in no danger of falling. 
"'Oh, Freddy, what made you get in there?' asked his father, as he reached in, and after pulling and tugging a bit, managed to get him out. "'What made you do it?' "'I was hiding away from Flossie,' answered the little fellow. "'I crawled in the pipe, and then I waited for her to come and find me. She didn't know where I was.' "'Yes, I did so know where you went,' declared Flossie. "'I saw you crawl into the pipe, and I didn't peek either. "'I just opened my eyes, and I saw you go into the pipe, "'and I was scared, and I ran and told Mother.' "'Well, if you didn't peek, it's all right,' Freddie said. "'It was a good place to hide. "'I waited and waited for you to come and find me, "'and then I thought you were going to let me come on in home free.' and i tried to get out but i couldn't i was stuck i should say you were laughed mr bobbsey he could laugh now and so could mrs bobbsey though at first they were very much frightened thinking freddie might have been hurt don't crawl in there again little fireman said one of the men with whom mr bobbsey had been talking and who knew the pet name of flossie's brother this pipe wasn't big enough to let you fall through but some of the ventilator pipes might be, and then you'd fall all the way through to the boiler room. Don't hide in any more pipes on the steamer. I won't, Freddy promised, for he had been frightened when he found that he was stuck in the pipe and couldn't get out. Come on, Flossie, it's your turn to hide now, he said. I don't want to play hide-and-go-seek any more, the little girl said. I'd rather play with my doll. "'If I had my fire-engine, I'd play fireman,' Freddy said, for he did not care much about a doll. "'How would you like to go down to the engine-room with me and see where you might have fallen if the ventilator pipe hadn't been too small to let you through?' asked Mr. Bobbsey. "'I'd like it,' Freddy said. "'I like engines.' So his father took him away down into the hold, or the lower part of the boat, and showed him where the firemen put coal on the fire. There Freddy saw ventilator pipes just like the one he had hid in, reaching from the boiler room up to the deck, so the firemen could breathe cool, fresh air. And there were also pipes like it in the engine room. Freddy watched the shining wheels go spinning round, and he heard the hiss of steam as it turned the big propeller at the back of the ship and pushed the vessel through the waters of the deep blue sea. "'Now we'll go up on deck,' said Mr. Bobbsey, when Freddy had seen all he cared to in the engine room. "'It's cooler there.' Freddy and his father found several women talking to Mrs. Bobbsey, who was telling them what had happened to her little boy, and Bert and Nan were also listening. "'I wonder what Freddy will do next,' said Bert to his older sister." First he catches a lady's hat for a fish, and then he nearly gets lost down a big pipe. I hope he doesn't fall overboard, returned Nan. So do I, agreed Bert. And when we get on a smaller ship, if we go on a voyage with Cousin Jasper, we'll have to look after Flossie and Freddy, or they will surely fall into the water. Are we really truly going on a voyage with Cousin Jasper, do you think? Nan asked. "'Well, I heard father and mother talking about it, "'and they seemed to think maybe we'd take a trip on the ocean,' went on Bert. "'I hope we do,' exclaimed Nan. "'I just love the water.' "'So do I,' her brother said. "'When I get big, I'm going to have a ship of my own.' "'Will you take me for a sail?' asked Nan, 
"'Course I will,' Bert quickly promised. The excitement caused by Freddie's hiding in the ventilator pipe soon passed, and then the Bobbsey family and the other passengers on the ship enjoyed the fine sail. The weather was clear and the sea was not rough, so nearly everyone was out on deck. "'I wonder if we'll see any shipwrecks,' remarked Bert a little later, as the four Bobbsey twins were sitting in a shady place, not far from Mrs. Bobbsey, who was reading her book. She had told the children to keep within her sight. "'A shipwreck would be nice to see if nobody got drowned,' observed Nan. "'And maybe we could rescue some of the people.' "'When there's a shipwreck,' said Freddie, who seemed to have been thinking about it, they have to get in the little boats like this one, and he pointed to a lifeboat not far away. That's an awful little boat to go on the big ocean in, said Flossie. It's safe, though, Bert said. It's got things in it to make it float, even if it's half full of water. It can't sink any more than our raft could sink. Our raft nearly did sink, said Flossie. No, it only got stuck on a mud bank, answered Bert. I was the one that sank down in my bare feet, and he laughed as he remembered that time. Well, anyhow, we had fun, said Freddy. Oh, look, suddenly cried Nan, there's a small boat now, out there on the ocean. Maybe there's been a shipwreck, Bert. Bert and the other Bobbsey twins looked at the object to which Nan pointed. Not far from the steamer was a small boat with three or four men in it, and they seemed to be in some sort of trouble. They were beating the water with oars and poles, and something near the boat was lashing about, making the waves turn into foam. "'That isn't a shipwreck,' cried Bert. "'That's a fisherman's boat.' "'And something is after it,' said Nan. "'Oh, Bert, maybe a whale is trying to sink the fisherman's boat.' By this time Mrs. Bobbsey and a number of other passengers were crowding to the rail, looking at the small boat. The men in it did indeed seem to be fighting off something in the water that was trying to damage their boat. "'It's a big shark!' cried one of the steamship sailors. "'The fishermen have caught a big shark, and they're trying to kill it before it sinks their boat. "'Say, it's a great big shark. Look at it lash the water into foam. Those men may be hurt.' "'A shark! A shark!' cried the passengers, and from all over the ship they came running to where they could see what was happening to the small boat. End of chapter 7